0: This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
1: Chelsea, we gotta jump right into this. I saw this headline pop up yesterday and I could not believe it. And rarely do I get fired up about a story, but when I saw that the PGA Tour and Live Golf were merging, I thought my head was going to explode. And you know what? i'm just a guy this doesn't affect me at all imagine being a golfer on the pga tour because this is how they found out pga tour commissioner jay monahan revealed this news on cnbc this guy for years years two years now has gone on and on and on about loyalty and doing what's best for the tradition of golf and not giving in to the Saudi money, that money that is tainted, that is anti-American because of its ties to 9-11. He went on CBS and said this.
0: I recognize
1: that people are going to call me a hypocrite. And any time I've said anything, I said it with the information I had at that moment. And I said, I said it based on someone that's trying to compete for the PGA Tour and our players. Um, and so I accept those criticisms. But circumstances do change, and I think that, you know, in looking at the big picture and looking, looking at looking at it this way, that's that's what that's what got us to this point. So that's him talking about the blowback afterwards that he knew he was going to get. What is your take on when you heard this announcement? Because you have to be just completely up in arms if. You're a, a member of the PGA Tour, especially if you turn down hundreds of millions of dollars to be loyal.
0: For sure. I think this is one of the more shocking headlines or breaking news things that we've seen over the course of the past year. Like this registered the same effect to me as like Tom Brady getting a divorce. Like one of those events where you're like, oh, you literally lose your breath for just a second because the PGA Tour stance was so strong. And so shunning towards the live tour players and called them taking blood money and all of these terrible insults hurled in their direction. And now it is backpedaling at the speed of light and the way that they did it. Like you were Mm -hmm. talking about this, all of these players found out on Twitter, found out through other sources it feels shady to me that Jay Monahan did not tell the players directly before this news broke. But moving forward, I feel like this had to happen, and one of the key detractors from the Live Tour has been Brandel Shambly. On the PGA Tour, Brooks Kepka took a shot at him said, uh, yeah. welfare check on Brandel Shambly, uh, which I thought was hilarious. The drama coming from this has been incredible but he was talking about Brandel Shambly was talking about in his uh, statement after this saying that this probably had to happen because of several key reasons because the lawsuits were really starting to pile up of live mm-hmm. tour players going against the PJ tour there's all kinds of issues when it comes to uh, you can't be monopolizing something like they have to be able to work and then also right. I think the PJ tour had a lot of sponsors that were backed by this public investments fund. So it's really hypocritical of them to say, hey, you can't take money from the Saudis when some of their sponsors are taking money from the, the Saudis as well. So I think there were a lot of things that kind of led to this, but the way that it happened was still very shocking.
1: Well, it was secretive. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. And I feel worst for Roy McElroy, who, was reportedly offered more than four hundred million dollars to go play on the Live Tour, and what happened? Jay Monahan trotted him out and made him the face of defending the BGA Tour. Hideki Matsuyama reportedly turned down more than three hundred million. Tiger turned down more than eight hundred million. John Rom turned down more than four hundred million. And now these guys on the live golf tour, dude, best of both worlds. They took hundreds of millions of dollars. And now eventually they're going to come back. It hasn't been decided just how that's going to work. It's going to happen in 2024, but it's the hypocrisy of it all where Jay Monahan, I mean, would go on CBS. He would go on any outlet he could find and talk about the loyalty and talk about that dirty Saudi money. And here he is, he doesn't even consult the players. That's the thing, he doesn't even consult them. It's the disrespect more than anything else. Look, if they decided to do this and had come together and said, look, I understand where we stood, we have a lot of lawsuits, there is a way to make this work, let's talk about it. If you're going to involve all of the golfers in the process of not making this happen, you damn sure need to involve them If you're going to change your mind and go in with live golf. And I just don't know how Jay Monahan can lead this group of golfers after what he pulled and all the golfers essentially to a man have said that unless of course you're in live golf.
0: Exactly. I think that now when Jay Monahan talks, like, do you believe what comes out of his mouth? And it's supposed to be the quote unquote players tour. So they have put this out there that It's player-driven. They put the player first. And now they pull this type of stunt? Hmm. It's really upsetting to see, like you said, especially for the guys who, quote-unquote, remained loyal to the PGA Mm -hmm. Tour. For what? And Hideki Matsuyama turned down $300 million. This is the guy that took a Spirit Airlines flight back from one of his tournaments. He could have bought Spirit Airlines. That was a tweet that... Another PJ Tour golfer said yesterday. So I think it's just, you look at it from that standpoint, even though a lot of the details still need to be worked out. Uh, my husband's friends was somebody who is on the live tour and he was saying something about how they might have to pay a fine of a, a pretty hefty fine to get back on the tour, which doesn't seem fair to me. So I think there's still some details that they need to iron out. I don't know you know, when they'll figure that out, because Jay Monahan's probably not going to tell us until it actually happens. But still, this was a crazy event unfolding yesterday. But bottom line, I do think it's good for golf. This is the most that golf has been talked about in Mm -hmm. a long time. And we haven't even talked about Tiger Woods. So the drama, I think, for me, is something that I really enjoy. And also the fact that we saw players on the Live Tour who were really succeeding? Because I think at the first, the PGA Tour said, okay, they're going go to go the live tour. Those players are going to fade into irrelevancy. Wasn't the case. Brooks Kepka leading the way, uh, winning uh, some big tournaments, and also some other guys who've been playing pretty well. Phil Mickelson was top five of the Masters, too. So I think mm-hmm. there are several things that led to this, but in the end, I do think it's going to be good for the game of golf
1: so I wonder how this is going to evolve and how it's going to happen will the PGA stay the PGA will the live tour stay the live tour and remember they're going to integrate the DP tour the European tour as well so are these all going to stay separate entities will they merge into one huge tour and then how will they come together? Then it will affect these non-elevated events. If you have the PGA Tour as a separate tour and Live Golf as a separate tour, and they have their own events, and then they come together for these events that combine both, then all of a sudden these lesser tours, these lesser events aren't going to get any pub whatsoever. They won't have nearly the the feel that we are accustomed to them having. I'm just sort of curious how they're going to make this work.
0: I know there's a lot of things and now the guys who are on live tour are going to have to go back to a regular schedule, which I think that's why a lot of them went to the live tour in the first place, other than the money, because it's not mm-hmm. nearly as rigorous of a schedule. And also who's going to make the cut because now it's also like the DP world tour that's factored into this as well. So they're going to have to cut down the tour to, you know, not all of those guys. I don't know what they're going to have more qualifying, something like that. So, mm-hmm. It is a little confusing. I guess we will get some of the details out, but in the meantime, I have really been enjoying this drama and watching it unfold. Is this the most tuned into golf that you've been?
1: I guess I'm not I'm not enjoying it, honestly. I I, I it, it pisses me off. Like, it it makes me angry. It it actually has made me turn away from golf because I, I find it I kind of find it repulsive. That if you're Jay Monahan, like this guy got on the air on CBS and was talking about letters written by victims of the 9-11 tragedy written to these live golfers. Uh, to me, you're you imagine that you're a you're a a family member of someone who lost a loved one in 9-11, and you have the the PGA commissioner going on the air and using you. Using you to convince golfers who defected from the PGA Tour to 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 not leave or to come back, and then these people who have already suffered in incredible loss get used publicly so that Jay Monahan can, can go do the very same thing he was preaching against. Like, I I don't find it entertaining. I find it ridiculous. Sure, like it's not any different than. It's not any different than what we saw before. We still had competitive golf. We're going to get majors again, so we had, what, a two-year respite where, okay, maybe we had two different tours. But ultimately, I I have not enjoyed the drama. I I think this is a real travesty of leadership, and I kind of think it's dangerous, too, because if you want to play this forward, look, this Saudi investment fund, they were losing money on the live golf tour, Chelsea. They have hundreds of millions of dollars. What if they decide to sponsor some sort of college and pay athletes out the wazoo and no one else can keep up? It's a dangerous precedent.
0: But here's the thing. They support a bunch of companies that I feel like people don't, they're not poo-pooing these companies. They support Facebook, they support Uber, Bank of America, Berkshire Hathaway, and all of these companies that are big parts in a, a ton of things. So it's just, it's a little hypocritical to say you can't support the Saudis when they're also supporting these companies too. So like, you know, if you're using Uber, you're using part of this PIF.
1: Yeah, maybe you are, but also I don't see many people coming out publicly and using victims of 9-11 to sort of spin their own, their own narrative forward and then going back on that and publicly embarrassing them. So it's a little bit different.
0: For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.